and welcome to the Psych and Business Podcast, where we highlight the integration of psychology and psychological principles into the world of business and organizations. I'm your host, Dr. Ernest Wade. All right, so we've been talking about team effectiveness models, and today I want to talk about one that I'm fairly familiar with. It's the VA team effectiveness model, and by VA, I mean Veterans Affairs team effectiveness model. And that's because the VA employs over 400,000 employees, and a lot of them work within teams and across teams. And so it's really important that these employees are working effectively within and between the teams. Now, research shows that a high-performing team needs to be both engaged and effective. And so the VA team model addresses both the team engagement and team effectiveness. It was created by the Veterans Health Administration National Center for Organization Development, NCOD, which is an organization that I used to work with after extensive research. NCOD is an organization within the VA that is made up mostly of consultants and researchers. A lot of them are psychologists that provide organizational development consultation, but there's also a very strong research team there that works in consultation and in collaboration with the consultants there. And so after a lot of research, they put together the VAT model. Now, the VAT model is a framework for developing and engaging effective teams. The framework has two ladders that lean against each other for support. And the two ladders depict the key dimensions of team behavior. The first one being relationships within the team, which help the teams feel engaged. And the second one is functions of a team, which promote team effectiveness. So each of the dimensions is built by four steps. So essentially, each ladder has four steps to it. And the team improves their effectiveness and their functioning by paying attention to both sides of the ladder, both the team relationships and the team functionings. And each step gives the foundation for the one above. So you build upon the previous step. So in combination, each ladder or each side has four steps. And so that makes a total of eight total steps. So let's walk through what that looks like. So starting on the relationship ladder, this really focuses on engagement. And by this, we mean focusing on team relationships, how a team approaches each other when they're getting the work done. How do they relate to each other? How do they interact together? So the first step on the ladder is civility. And by civility, we mean What are the ground rules or behavioral norms that are allowed and accepted within the teams? How do team members interact with each other while at work? Are they civil? Do they show each other basic courtesy? The next rung is shared respect within the team. And this is really looking at the strategies that the team takes to show respect to one another. How is each member of the team showing respect to the team as a whole and to the other individuals in the team? And this is really important because respect might look differently for each person on the team. And so how is each person showing and receiving respect within the team? The next one is psychological safety. And by this, we're talking about how does the team promote trust and openness within team members, specifically as it pertains to things like communication. How does the team encourage and support their members to ask questions, to seek clarity, to ask for help, to share their concerns within the team, about the team functions, about the team performances? 
What kind of environment does a team promote when it comes to things like open communication and discussion? The next one is cohesion. And by cohesion, we're talking about the climate and the culture of the team. Does the team promote their personal goals over the team goals, or do they focus on the team goals and accomplishments? Because when we're talking about cohesion, you really need to have those shared goals and those shared expectations. That's the kind of thing that encourages the team to work together and to form that sense of oneness. But as with the ladder system, you really can't get to cohesion if you don't have psychological safety, that shared respect, and at the very beginning, basic civility. Now, the other side of the ladder is team effectiveness. And by team effectiveness, we're really talking about how team members approach their tasks at work. And this is really what leads to those business results. But just like the engagement and the relationship side, the team effectiveness, the team functioning side, also requires four steps. And the very first step on this ladder is common purpose. Teams who agree on their common purpose are really better positioned to achieve success. You need to have a clarity in that purpose, which means that there needs to be great awareness of the team priorities. Team members need to understand both the short and the long-term goals. And most importantly, their team goal is aligned with the more global mission of the larger organization. So for example, within the VA, the larger mission of the VA is to serve the veteran. And so everything else that teams do has to roll up to that larger mission of serving the veteran. The next step on the ladder is role clarity. So once a team has a specific goal or aim, i.e. that common purpose of serving the veteran, the team members can then really establish the role clarity where each team member really understands what are the tasks that are expected of them so that they can help accomplish that overall goal. What is each team member's role and responsibility in helping to achieve that overall goal? The next step on the ladder is strategic communication. And by strategic communication, we're really talking about transparency in all communication, especially around things like decision-making and feedback, which really contributes to the positive outcomes of team productivity and a safe working environment. Strategic communication is that step that really aligns with psychological safety because if you don't have a psychological safe environment, you're probably not doing well in terms of strategic communication. So in this sense, the, the latter rungs here really align because the greater the psychological safety that you have, the greater that your team is able to communicate. And communication is really essential. We've talked about how communication is one of those essential things that a leader needs to have. And in a team setting, it's even more critical, especially the larger the team that you have. It's critical that a team be able to communicate openly and have strategic communication in terms of their processes, their roles, and their activities to make sure that everybody is aligned to putting an effort that leads towards the same goal. The last step on the ladder here is review and improvement. And by this, we're talking about the team using evidence and information to really understand how it's functioning and how it can improve its functioning over time. This requires that the team have regular review of the team members' functionings so that they can understand how they're doing in terms of things like their common purpose, the role clarity, strategic communication, and their business practices. You always want to make sure that you're reviewing and improving your practices, your expectations, your processes, whatever is required to achieve that higher level team effectiveness. So those are the two ladders of the team effectiveness model. The relationship side really, really focuses on engagement, starts with civility, shared respect, psychological safety, and then team cohesion. 
And then you have the functioning side, which really talks to effectiveness, starts with common purpose, role clarity, strategic communication, and review and improvement. Now, the great thing about the VA and the VA team model is that there is actually a team assessment that the VA created and uses based on the VA team model. And I myself have used it multiple times for executive teams as well as non-executive teams. And I can say that it's a really great starting place. It provides a wealth of information so that the team members can identify how they're doing on these different rungs. And it's really great to share that information and review it as a team so that you can move towards that shared understanding of how you're functioning as a team. Some people may feel like they're functioning really well as a team, and some may feel like they're not functioning well as a team. And so that helps to promote discussion within the team to help understand the different perspectives and the different challenges that different team members are, are experiencing. Now, as with the team model, it's really important to have psychological safety so that you can have these discussions. But overall, the VAT model and the VAT assessment based on the model is a really great tool. So as always, lots of useful information here. I hope this has been useful to you and I hope you will join us again.